This episode of Poetic Properties Podcast is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, welcome back. This is episode 49. Um, this week went by pretty fast. It was a hit and miss for me. Very 50-50 up and down. Uh, reason being, October through December is um, one of the hardest times of the year for me. Um, but um, I'm, I'm trying to get through it a little bit stronger, a little bit better than the normal. Um, last week's podcast really, really did help me to be able to release, like sitting there um, and not being able to to get it out of my mind. I think I told you guys before that for me, um, I have to say what it is out loud so that I'm, I'm able to to uh, defend myself from it. When it's stuck in my head, I, I have no way of, of defending. So I'm going through, through, through things and the silence, silence is both my friend and my enemy. Um, silence is key when you're in the middle of chaos, but silence is a, is a bad thing when, it's too much of it, if that makes sense. So just laying there and not being able to speak because I couldn't breathe, uh, my throat was messed up, just all these things flowing through my mind, it created a very high level of stress for me because those thoughts were in my mind constantly. Um, the, the bad dreams, the headaches, all that stuff was going on consistently without me being able to have the outlet. So being able to um, get that pod out and, and talk through what I was going through and how it made me feel and um, the things that I observed during that, you know, 30, 35 days of going through through COVID and even still the after effects of it and, you know, trying to to recover from it. Like I have some lingering symptoms um, and they're not like, like, I don't feel like I'm going to die, but the breathing is still a little bit messed up. Um, The migraines are still bad. The fatigue is horrible. Like, I mean, extremely horrible, but I'll rather have that during recovery than to get hit with, um, get hit with the full symptoms of COVID again because I can't stress enough how much that affected my mental. Like, I expected it to be a physical thing. I expected it to be a a physical fight, like, to the death. I didn't expect it to mess with me mentally. I didn't expect expect it, you know, the, the, the trauma of, of, what I was feeling physically, I didn't in, intend for it or I didn't expect it to be still, you know, weeks after still having that those thoughts in my mind, uh, still feeling the shortness of breath, still feeling the body ache, still feeling the fatigue. It's like 
like I felt like that was a real war. But getting it out or and not getting just that part out, but with the other things that are going on in my life, just being able to talk about it, you know, the goal is for me to show you guys how to continue to function in real time with things that attack you. We always want to quit on ourselves. And I can't, I can't allow us to that. I understand my purpose with this podcast now. And I got to make sure that I'm getting up. I got to make sure that I'm staying focused no matter how hard the days are. Um, I got to get to you guys. Because we a family now. We 49 episodes in. That's 49 hours of of listening time or or more that we come on here and 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 I give it up in hopes that you guys are are learning something you guys are able to use it throughout your day throughout your hard times throughout your good times um it's important I want to tell you guys it's important for you to be able to get that stuff out of your head too um, I hope that I am being an example of one of the ways you can help yourself while dealing with and battling, you know, mental health issues. It's not always about, you know, going to therapy. Therapy is great. Therapy is great. And I suggest that if you have any uh, mental health issues that you do seek out therapy. More importantly, I do. Uh, I, I suggest that you seek out a tribe if you don't have one. Um, it don't have to be a lot of people. Uh, it could be one person that you have that when you are going through, you feel safe. Because a lot of us, we don't feel safe. We feel like we're going to be judged behind closed doors for the things that we can't control mentally. So it's important that you find a, a group of people or a person that you can just talk to just to get it out of your head. Because once you get it out of your head, it becomes a visual thing for me. Once like I'm battling something and it's, and it's trying to take me down and I can't get it out, like it's, it's hell. The moment that I'm able to get it out of my mouth, it becomes a visual thing now. It becomes a visual opponent for me to now. I got to learn how to keep you away from me. It's almost like a, a a boxing thing. Like I gotta I, I gotta stick and move. Cause now now I got you in a space that I need you. You have the perfect space for me to defend myself, which is out of my head. And so it's important that we we have conversations with our therapists. It's important that we have conversations with that person or people that we feel safe with. And for me, this podcast is that. So not having that really, really created. A lot of stress, like a lot of stress. So last week, doing that pod and speaking about the things that I spoke about, it created, it took me into like, man, like that was a good pod, but a lot of stuff that I was talking about, like it's, it's affected me. I couldn't figure out why, like, I couldn't figure out why it was affecting me so much, right? And then I realized, and people need to understand, depression is not being sad. You can control being sad or not. 
You could do things that 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 make you happy. You could buy something. You could eat something, you know, to cure your sadness or whatever, or to get you over whatever's making you sad. Depression, you, you can't control the emotion of that. I can't I don't care at what level you are, you can't control it. And people don't understand that, which makes it very hard for people that struggle with mental health issues to, to talk to people. That's why I said it's important that you find somebody that you trust. But for me, October through December is so difficult for me to to get through. My daughter's birthday is... My oldest daughter's birthday is this month. And I'm always triggered to think about everything that happened between me and her mom to get us to the situation that we are today where I don't see my daughter. In turn, November is my birthday. And it's so chaotic. Like, my life is so chaotic. And I'm just reminded like, I, I have blessings, yes, I'm grateful for everything, but I'm also reminded of the chaos. And I feel, as a father, how can you celebrate with so much chaos and darkness surrounding your birthday? I have no doubt in my mind that my oldest daughter, like, I, like it'll work, it'll get worked out. I don't know when, I don't know how, I'm just being in faith that it'll get worked out. As far as Kennedy goes, I don't know how long I'm, I'm going to feel like this. I just know that the holiday season will never be what it used to be. In the midst of all that, the other kids' birthdays, you know, September, October, I'm November, King and Kennedy is December. Like, I have birthdays, so I have to have, I, I have to fake it. I have to present a, a, a happy image, an excited image. But my daughters are missing. Everything I do with my boys, my daughters are missing. It doesn't matter how fun it looks. It doesn't matter how cool it looks. It doesn't matter how strong I am as a father. My daughters are not here. I'm grateful for my goddaughters. But they're no replacement. I love them. Like, I, I love them all the same. Losing any of them would be a very, it w- would, would be very difficult. And um, just having this seasonal, like this seasonal depression is just, and not even seasonal because I'm fighting through things, honestly, throughout the whole year. But it's something about the moment October hits that my whole set of emotions Alters, hella moody, super like extremely emotional, uh, standoffish, um, fatigued, can't like can't and don't want to get up. You know, gotta gotta force myself to get up, and it's like I don't want to be like that. I don't, but I can't control it. I still take the medicine I'm supposed to take. I still do my meditation. I do all of that. But the overwhelming feeling of things that, like, I I, I can't control it. 
And I try to, I try to be positive. I try to do things with the kids. I try to just make sure that I'm not, you know, uh, in dark spaces. I, I try to make sure that, you know, I'm doing a lot of things that involve vibrant colors and all of that. It's just difficult. But again, this is, I, I don't ask for pity. I just, uh, it's, it's a matter of understanding. So anybody out there who who is going through things that are triggered by uh, by grief, triggered like loss of children, loss of family members, whatever, understand that it's it's a battle. Then people meant something to you. Then people mean something to you, and you gotta be able to process that energy so that it it, it becomes something that you can control. I always say, you know. You have to be good at the things that you can control because we are all horrible at the things that we cannot control, all of us. And once you get that feeling and that thought out of your mouth, out of your mind, out of your heart, now is the time that you got to start like coming up with a plan of, of how you can handle that. How you can get through that when you know it's going to hit. Like for me, it's it's it, it sucks because my short term, more my memory has been tore up since I had a stroke when I was 26. All these other illnesses that continue to to attack me it messes with my memory as well. So even last year, I was like, all right, I'm gonna be prepared this year. Like I really was like giving it up. Like I'm gonna be prepared. I'm not tripping. I'm gonna make sure this da 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 da. And then last week I just felt crazy. I felt really sad. I felt really overwhelmed. I felt like I couldn't like I couldn't and still can't sleep. So it's like felt real jittery and stuff. Like and I haven't been been drinking coffee. Um, I haven't even been drinking coffee like that. I just I, I've had a few cups of tea and mainly I've just been drinking water. But it's just a very, very hard time for me. And again, I don't ask for sympathy. I just ask for understanding because I I know there's others going through exactly what I'm going through, having the same exact feelings that I feel that are unable to sit down and talk, that are a- unable to speak to anybody, that are unable to even speak about it. The reason why I speak about it is because I got to show y'all you keep fighting I got to show you all that it's going to be hard. It, 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 it's going to rack your brain and it's going gonna, it's gonna to knock you down some days. It's going to knock you down and some days you're going to be up in your room or whatever, wherever you're, you're relaxed, uh, wherever you relax. And you're not going to be able to get up. You're not going to be able to do anything. doesn't matter if you have kid, have more kids. doesn't matter if you have no kids. There are going to be days that, that you are overwhelmed with, with grief and pain and chaos. And you're not going to be able to get up. But the key is that no matter the darkness, you get to the light. I mean that when I say that. Because the smallest, the smallest slither of light can keep... The darkness from being complete. So you got to find it. You can't give up on yourself. You can't. I hope that you guys have people to speak to. I hope that, you know, if you if you are into therapy, that you are getting it. If you want to talk to someone again, I'm not a therapist. I'm just someone who was going through what you're going through in real time. So my DMs are open. Poetic Properties on Twitter, Poetic Properties Podcast 
on IG. More than welcome to leave comments on the videos on YouTube so we can uh, have a conversation so that you can know that somebody is there. I'm a good listener. I just talk a lot on, on here. I really don't like I really don't even like talking in general. But I love to listen. I love to assist where where necessary. I love to to be assisted when I when it's needed for me. So this is a, a conversation that I'm that I'm letting you know the DMs are open for. This is not a, a class of I'm gonna talk to you and I'm gonna give you advice and stuff like that because I wanna know your story. I wanna know how you got to the point that you got to. I want to know how you handle it. Do you meditate? What's your meditation um, regimen and stuff like that? Because I'm str- I'm struggling. It's just that again, I found my purpose in this. And so, besides my kids, now I have a high level of, all right, I got to do something. So now that's two things. There's two things that I have. That keep me out of complete darkness. My kids and knowing that I got to get up and speak to y'all. Knowing that I have to reach whoever. Like I, 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 I'm not speaking this for anyone specifically. I'm sending this love, this knowledge, this peace into the universe. And it's going to get to the ears that it's supposed to get to. I never worry about that. I never worry about that. Whoever's supposed to hear it is going to hear it. So if you're listening to this right now, just know that you are loved. Just know that um, someone's there fighting with you and you have a safe space, if necessary, to vent. To 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 get advice, to just to breathe. Someone's there. I know it's hard trying to speak to to people in your family or friends because you 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 want to make sure you save face. You want to make sure that no one's looking at you away. You want to make sure that you you appear strong. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you this. Your weakness is is, is a strength. And if you can handle your weakness pro- uh, properly, that'll be the thing that takes you out of whatever you're in. That'd be the thing that takes you to the next level of your life if you conquer it. If you can kill your ego and say, all right, I'm I'm trash at this. This is really getting to me. This is really, really, you know, affecting who I am. But I can't beat it. And it's fine to be aware of thing, it, it, things that you can't beat. It's fine. But knowing you can't beat it should not be the end and all. You should be able to say, I know I can't beat this right now, and then start trying to figure out how you can beat that 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 thing. And it just be that. Like for me, I I I have trust issues. And this is before depression. This is before depression. This is before um the tragedy of losing my my daughter, uh, my friend, my cousin, my this is all before that. Like I've always had trust issues, right? Um, as a kid, they tell you treat people how you want to be treated. And I touched on this before. The reality of that is it'll never happen. I talked about it last week very briefly, but I want to uh, I want to make sure that I'm very clear on what I mean by that when I say it'll never happen. What happens in life is you want to be treated fairly. You want to be treated nice. 
So you go out of your way and you treat all these people with with uh, respect and love and, and admiration, which you should. But you should do that for you, not because you think that they're going to give it back. Because they're not. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you on my 38 uh, years on Earth, I have never seen a case where. Someone treated some someone treated someone how they wanted to be treated and it was returned. One, because no one's going to treat you like you treat them because everybody loves and handles and delivers and expresses differently. Two, people are fucking selfish. People are selfish. Um, whether it's friends, whether it's uh, romance, uh, romantic relationships or family or work, they're selfish. Nobody wants to be the giver. Everybody wants to be the taker. And it's difficult because once you find someone pure that will give you their life. Those people are looked at. I was looked at. As being weak. As being weak. But I treated I treated people with respect. Like I treated people, I, I was nice. I was caring because I wanted that. I was a friend. I, I listened. I was there I, because I wanted that. But every time I was down, it wasn't being reciprocated. And I was confused by that. And I had this false bravado of, man, I don't care about that shit, whatever. Whatever, I don't care about that. Whole while on, on the inside, I'm just crying. I'm frustrated. But I got to be strong and, 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 oh, I don't care. I told y'all on on another, uh, another podcast, yo, teach me how not to care like properly. Cause I don't want to, I like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on that I just don't want to care about. Not from a negative space, just at all. I just don't, I don't care, but I want to make sure that it's not from a place of malice and anger. I'm at that point now. Like I've been at that point for, for, a long time where it's a lot of stuff that I just do not care about and I have a high uh, uh, a high skill level of ignoring it no matter how it makes it, it makes me feel it's some stuff that I see that boils on the end that make me boil on the inside and I'm like all right cool that's one person that thinks that way and I don't even know that person so what am I going to talk to them about it for what am I going to confront them about it for Cause just like I'm in my ways, they're in, they're in their ways. The difference between me is that I'm able to listen and I'm able to to understand facts. I don't care about opinions no more. So I don't argue with people who who build their case on opinions. I don't involve myself with that. I don't belong there. So it's important that you understand that when you are treating somebody away. You are doing that solely because you want to treat that person that way. So if it's not reciprocated, you don't lose your mind. I learned that in my last two adult relationships. You can do whatever they ask. You can pay for whatever they want. You could provide, you could protect whatever they want. People are still going to look at you away. 
They're still going to call you out of your name. They're still going to look at you like you're less than. That's why you have to treat people away because that'll break you down. You got to treat them how you want, how, how, how you want to treat them, not how you want to be treated. And I'm not saying that from a negative space. I'm saying that if you want to love on them, love on them because you love on them. If you want to spoil them with money, with gifts, do that because you want to do it. Don't do it because you think they're going to reciprocate it because they're not. They're going to keep on taking it's very few people that can handle uh, being given something consistently. They'll never break up that that consistency of, of, of taking. Because they're so used to you giving, 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 giving. I'm not asking you for nothing. I'm not. You see the struggle that I'm going through, or you see what I'm giving you, or you see what I'm doing for you. I'm not asking you for nothing. You should have the same passion to make me happy as I have you, but you don't. And people don't. And I learned that. And again, this is not from a place of, of malice. This is a place from experience. A lot of relationships and friendships die on the back of you didn't treat me how I treated you. I told you guys that it's dumb. Start treating people how how you want to treat them. Build up enough accountability in yourself to tell yourself and understand within you that I'm going to treat this person how. I want to treat them because it makes me feel a way, not because I want them to do it for me. I tell people all the time, I don't give me what I give you. Don't bring to the table what I bring to the table. That's dumb. If I give you money, why are you giving me money? You just paid me back. That's dumb. Don't give me what I give you. Give me what you know how to give me and and and. Teach me how to appreciate that. Meaning, if this is something of value and this is something that I appreciate, but I'm giving it to you, you're going to be like, oh, I know he values that. So when I do that thing or I give you that thing, you're going to be like, all right, there's the value. Because I can give you a uh, what they call it, a bust down watch, or I could pay your bills and stuff like that, right? I don't look at money like that. So you could be like, I, I don't look at money like that. I'm not saying that I'm super rich or whatever, but I just don't look at money like that. My thing is time. My thing before, before I got to this point of time, my thing was emotion, right? If I'm giving you all these emotions, and you're giving me nothing, I'm, I'm going to feel bad. But if I'm giving you hundreds, twenties, bills, uh, purses, watches, perfume, and you don't give me shoes, clothes, I don't, I don't care about that. I don't want that. But that's me. That's not my, that, that's not what I consider a gift. A gift is you giving me time. If you're showing me love, you're showing concern, you, you being there, you know, a simple belly rub. Like I'm an old guy. A simple belly rub, just fine for me. 
a simple hug, a simple, I appreciate you. But we're stuck in this circle of not being treated how we treat others. And so we, 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 we live in a space of turmoil. We live in a space of, I got to be right here because this is what the world tells me how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to get treated how I treat people because it's fair, but it's not fair. Life isn't fair. Life isn't fair. If life was fair, your loved ones would still be alive. You wouldn't be living check to check. You wouldn't have gotten cars, homes, repo. You wouldn't have gone a day being hungry. Like, it's not fair. And we have to understand that. We can be hard workers and, and, and all that and still get fired for nothing. We can be good at this and good and good at that and and, and not make it. But nobody knows how to deal with that. And the only way is to learn yourself in and out. And I mean, like down to the core, whether it's good or bad. So you can be aware of how you're going to move in situations. How are you going to be able to 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 speak to people when they're not as pleasing to you as you are to them? How are you going to handle that? Like, what do you what are you going to do when you are so nice to someone and they're not as they're not as nice to you? What are you going to do when you're so in love with someone and they don't love you and they don't reflect it how you reflect it? What are you going to do? If you don't know yourself, if you don't understand your flaws, if you don't understand your weaknesses, if you don't understand your strengths, you are going to remain in turmoil, whether it's romantic relationship or friendship. You also got to got to figure out, I said many podcasts ago, let go of the teachings that you that you got coming up. Let go of that. Because it wasn't taught properly. Stop living off the the stop living off the lessons that you taught in an outdated time. Those lessons don't work no more. They barely worked then. You are grown. You're an adult. And more than likely, you know, you've been through a certain level of education. You have a certain level of of experience in life. Use that. Use it. That's school right there. That's class. Every time you, you got a job and a job didn't work out, that's class. You learn something. Every time you accepted a lower pay, knowing you deserved more, you learn something. You have to take those things and you have to move to the next level. That's how you get to where you have to get to by taking those experiences that you went through. Not that somebody told you about, not that somebody, quote unquote, taught you about, but things that you went through. You got to take that and elevate. Your parents taught you to live and basic skills from birth to 18. If you left your parents' house at 18 and you are now 24, 
25 and you still living off those lessons and you have not added your own life experiences to it, that's a problem. And you're probably miserable and you're probably somebody who gets walked over because you're still not using your experiences to get you to the next level. You're, you're coasting on what you think was the best lessons you ever learned from your parents. But life is the best lesson. Nobody, nobody can teach you life until you experience it yourself. Nobody. You got to you. you it's, it's imperative. Like you already know, it's about accountability here on this podcast. It's about knowing who you are. It's about knowing where you want to get to. it. It's about learning from what you left. Stop carrying that stuff over. I used to be uh, go relationship, relationship, relationship with no healing period because I just I had to be with someone. I had to. <coughs> Jesus, I didn't knock the whole mic set up. We're too far in for me to start over. Whew. That went down. Completely wrong. So sorry for this this split second. Oh well. All right, we back. But um, I used to go relationship after relationship, right? No healing period. Didn't matter, um, because I couldn't be alone, and I didn't realize that. I just figured that I was just some young horny old man just needing to to have sex but in reality I couldn't be alone I didn't know how to be alone I'm so used to being with someone I'm so used to being in love so I I kept going kept looking for it kept fighting for it kept whatever relationship after relationship and then I started praying like alright this is this specific relationship that I that I that I need blah 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 got that relationship ended And I chilled. I sat my butt down for years. Because I realized that I'm carrying unresolved emotion. I don't act out outwardly. That's not me. I don't do the comparison thing. It's not me. I shut down. Because I don't want to say to you what I said to that person. I don't have the same, the 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 same uh Interaction. I don't want to do that. And in order for me not to do that, I have to remember. I have not like like we're in we're in a space to where we remember when people hurt us. We remember when they make us feel a way. We remember whether whether that way is good or bad. We remember all of those things. We remember our routes to work. We remember what neighborhoods not to go to, all those things. But one thing we never talk we, we never talk about and we're never encouraged to do is to remember what you did to yourself. Remember you saw those red flags, but you proceeded. You saw the caution, but you proceeded. And not only did you proceed, you stayed. You stayed in that chaos. They didn't make you. Yeah, it was it was emotion. Yeah, you loved that person. Yeah, you thought it was gonna work, but they didn't make you. 
So remember that. See, we're we're taught to forgive and that's cool. But it's always forgive. It's always be patient. It's always it's going to work out. It's never. Get away from that. It's never. Think about it. Think about it. Think about how many of our parents have been abused by spouses and stayed. Think about how many kids have been abused by parents and stayed. Think about how many people have been sexually assaulted and or verbally abused and harassed at work and stayed. Because from the time we can understand, say sorry, forgive, say sorry, I apologize, forgive. And one person say, leave. I'm big on leaving. Uh, if you haven't gathered that, I'm big on, I, like, all right, cool. I'm going to forgive you, but I'm going to remember how I felt when I was there. I'm going to not only remember what you did to me, I'm going to remember what I did to myself to make me stay there so that I could never do that again when I see it. This is not a spiritual uh, or religious podcast, but I saw something um, last week and it caught my eye. And someone posted a tattoo and it said Judas 8 2. And I got frustrated. And if you guys don't 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 know the Bible or you never heard of Judas, Judas is the the person who basically set Jesus up to to be killed. And somebody else came on the post and they were like, um, you know, you have to forgive. Like, think about it. Jesus washed Judas' feet and fed him and, and kissed him and let him sit with them, knowing that he was um, that he was the one who set him up to be killed or he was the one that is whatever. That frustrated me. Because. Our parents teach us that these religious these these religions teach us that to forgive. No one says walk away. No one gives you a time frame of all right. If this happens this long, you can go. It's just forgive. So I remember. I forgive you, but I remember. I remember, and I get away from you. I don't hold grudges. I remember what you did to me. So if I'm triggered by it again, I all right, cool. In life, everything is about the other person. Everything. Everything is about the other person. There is not one thing that I can think of off, off top of my head that is about you as the person. It's always treat your neighbors kind. It's always treat people how you want to be treated. It's always forgive. Again, those are things that you expect to get back, but you don't. I'm not going to put you at my best table. I'm not going to wash your feet. I'm not going to feed you the best meal with the understanding that you're about to kill me. 
And let's let, let's see, let's take it out of the spiritual that that I'm not going to provide for you. I'm not going to protect you when I know that you're not in this for real. I'm not going to be loyal to you as your friend. I'm not going to be there for you as your friend. When I know that you're incapable of being there for me. I said before, you got one time for like one time is understanding. The second time is explanation. The third time you'll never hear me, hear from me or see me again. Because you're not fucking learning and you don't care and you're used to me being forgiving. That's the problem that we have. That's why domestic violence is so high. That's why uh, uh, sexual assault is so high. That's why violence in general is so high because no one is taught to freaking walk away. The only place that they tell you to walk away, and ironically, has the highest uh, uh, level of freaking violence is school. But again, they tell the, if, if you get hit, they tell you, go tell the teacher. Huh? If I get assaulted, don't defend myself. Go tell someone that I was assaulted. That's going to tell me. All right, I'll look into it. No, 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 no. They need to be assaulted, too. Because until they get punched in the face, they're going to keep punching people in the face. Until you stand up to the people at work, they're going to keep treating people like that. Until you tell your spouse, yo, I don't like the way you're talking to me. I don't like the way you're moving. They're going to keep doing that to you. And as long as you're not saying nothing while you're getting beat, whether you male or female choked out, like you're going to, if you don't say nothing and you don't defend yourself, they're going to keep doing that. So all this forgive, 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 that's cool. But remember. Remember who you are. Like that, that simple, that simple phrase. I remember hearing it in Black Panther. And in that moment, of course, like every, everybody else, I'm like, oh, that's corny. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Remember who you are? Oh, then he gets, he gets this overwhelming uh, the scene, the, the 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 scene, he gets this overwhelming strength, and then he he defeats the guy or whatever. That stuck with me because we all have an issue with remembering who we are, remembering who we have built ourselves to be, remembering what we did to to cause harm, remembering what we did to fix that, remembering what was done to us. Like we, we talk about everything that, that, that was done. But we do nothing with it. We do nothing with it. Y'all remember you cheated on me? Y'all remember you stole my money? Y'all remember when you when you came and, and, and stayed with me and disrespected my house? Why am I having a conversation with you remembering these things? Why didn't I like like why are we why are we here in real time 
and you've treated me horribly our entire existence. It's imperative that you that you analyze that. Yeah, people change. Cool. But what that mean? Everybody has triggers. Everybody relapses on where and, and it's not just drugs. Everybody relapses on behaviors. Everybody relapses on on words. Everybody relapses on attitudes. Everybody does. You can be the most changed person in the world. Something could trigger you when you see me just to do me wrong. And if I don't remember that, I'm going to let my guard down. I'm going to let you in. Just for you to ruin me over again. I'm not telling you to walk away from anybody that you love. I'm not telling you to walk out of any relationship. I'm not telling you to walk out of any friendship. What I'm asking you and what I'm telling you it is a necessity that you remember how you feel in moments. It's a necessity to understand what was done to you. It's a necessity to, to, to rem- remember how you felt. And you take that and you use that. So when people say, oh, you just acting funny, da 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 da, you're like, mm, I felt that before. You're trying to guilt me back into something. I don't belong there. I don't belong there. Why do I have to continue to forgive you and stay around you and wait for you to change? I'm treating you with respect. I'm treating you kindly. What's the limit? A lot of us are are, are depressed and, and tore up because science was slow on understanding kids get depressed too. It wasn't just sad. We in poverty. It's overwhelming. I want to eat turkey and cheese. I don't want to eat bologna with the red string. I don't want to eat hot dogs. I don't want to eat ramen all day. It's poverty. I'm overwhelmed. I'm at school all day stressed with these strangers. Being trained to be a robot. I got to raise my hand if I have to pee. I can't talk. I got to raise my hand to talk. I can't socialize. I can only talk to people when I'm told to talk to people. I can only eat when I'm told to eat. That sounds like jail to me. That sounds like work to me. That sounds like corporate America and penitentiary training. Period. That's why when you, like, when people hear that you quit a job, they're like, you quit? What are you going to do now? When they hear that you, that you, you know, your spouse or your partner, whatever, done something to you and you're no longer, you you guys broke up. People change. No, no. I remember how I felt. I don't want to feel that again. I don't even want to give you another opportunity to make me feel that way again. I'm out of here. Love is one of the highest emotions to deal with. And it hurts so bad when you got to walk away from per- from a person that hurts you so bad. It hurts. But you got to do it. You have to. It doesn't matter if anybody understands. Be the example. Be the example that said, all right, I forgive you and I'm not even tripping. But I got to get away from you. 
I got to quit this job. You're, you're disrespecting me. Like you're, you're overworking me. I got to be out of here. Even if it's family. Yo, I don't, I'm not playing that, oh, I'm your elder shit. Because sometimes they don't know. I really be thinking like as as I'm getting older, like what did you do in life to where you feel like no matter what you say, that is law? Because in the life that I live, I'm still able to be corrected. I'm still able to learn something. The things that I say are, are, are things that I went through are different from the things that my sons go through. So who am I to say, this is how it should be done? Yes. Yeah, certain things that just don't ever change and you can, it's the foundational things, but who am I to say, because I am older in age, you must listen to me and you must Take the lesson that I went through in my own way and do exactly what I did. This is why I stay away from people. If you are incapable of learning from from everything, from anyone, I got to get away from you. All that, oh, I'm setting my ways, yada, yada, whatever. Get out of here. Get out of here. Because you're not going to talk to me any kind of way. You're not going to do me any kind of way. Work, relationship, friendship. all It's over. Because I remember how I felt. I remember when you said you love me and it made me feel so good. So I'm staying here with you because every time you tell me you love me, I, I, oh my God, it feels so good. Every time you hug me, you know, it feels so good. I'm going to remember that's so why I'm going to stay. But I'm also going to remember you, you slapping me. I'm also you going to remember me or I'm also going to remember you creating unnecessary chaos. I'm also going to remember, you know, how how I just didn't leave. And how I didn't pay attention to the signs. Yeah, it matters what you did. It did, it really does. But at the end of the day, um what I do? How did I feel? What made me stay? All right, bet. Not doing that no more. But it comes with sitting my butt down and learning me. Learning how I want to handle situations. Learning that and understanding that I don't have to stay around you if you do me wrong. I can forgive you and and keep you at a distance. That don't make me a bad person. That makes me a person who protects their own energy and not protects your own energy like people say on Twitter. But I mean, legit, like you can ask anybody around me as a result to what I like, how how extreme I'm willing to go for peace. It's too much going on in my head. It's too much going on in my heart. It's too much going on with my health for me to not remember what happened for me not to remember the things that kept me there, the things that kept me in a space I didn't belong. Remember what I did. Remember what I said. Remember the apologies that I gave when I didn't owe an apology. Remember being the bigger person when the bigger person shouldn't have been me. 
That's a problem that we have. Everybody wants you to make them feel good. Everybody wants you to be the bigger person. They want to use you as a punching bag and do whatever, however, whenever they want. And the moment that you don't do that is the moment that you're a bad person. Is the moment that, oh, you're not this, you're not that. Oh, uh, sex was horrible. You broke, yada, yada. That, like, pay attention to that. Because that, that at the end right there, that was the true goal of the relationship. When people at the end of, of, of the relationship and their friendship, they start pointing out everything that you wasn't, that was their goal the whole time. They're giving you a list of the things that they manipulated throughout the relationship. Because now, because you're gone and you're not providing those things, they're going to tell you you're horrible at those things. No, you were excellent at those things. But now they're pissed off because they won't get that no more. So when when the relationship is over, they're telling you you broke, they're going to miss the bills you used to pay. When they say the sex is bad and, oh, your dick is little, oh, you, 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 you only last at 23 seconds. They love that sex. They love every 23 seconds of that. When he tell you, oh, that's why you can't cook. Uh, that's why your booty little. Blah, blah, blah. He loved that little booty. He loved the meals. Pay attention to that stuff. Because people are going to show themselves sooner or later. And if you don't remember, if you don't remember how you felt, if you don't remember your previous response, you're going to go with what your natural response is. It's just to forgive and stay there. And it's only your natural response because it's beating you. From the time you can understand life to forgive, to forgive, calm down, don't be mad, don't react. No, 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 no. Calm up, react, throw hands. If that's what if that's what needs to be, walk away. We have too many, we have too many situations where the last time should have been the last time. Let that sink in. The last time should have been the last time, but it's not. And a lot of us can't help it, especially in romantic relationships. We love that to- uh, toxicity. We love them arguments. We love them, them, uh, good night. Well, good night. Oh, fuck your mama. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You said good night. I thought you want, I thought you want to sleep. We love that. We love the throwing of pots and pans. We love the kids, you know, seeing us go crazy. We love that. A lot of us do. Because we don't remember. I remember things that happened in my childhood. I'm not going to repeat them because why? But I remember things that happened to my childhood in my childhood that affect me today as a result of seeing your parents argue. So a lot of people don't understand. They, 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 They say that, you know, your brain is not fully developed until or not fully developed, but basically you don't remember anything from before you are from before five years old, which is weird to me how you even know that. But it's certain things I remember when I was very young. They're foggy in my head, but I know they're I know they're not made up imaginary thoughts and, and visions and replays. So I remember how I felt. Remembering how I felt being being whooped. 
allowed me to understand that I had to find a different way to communicate and discipline my kids. Remembering how I felt when I gave so much protection and so much money into a relationship allowed me to say, I'm not buying you shit. You can call me broke if you want to. Unless we living together, I'm not paying your bills. I slide you something for your nails and your feet, your hair, stuff like that, but I'm not paying your bills. And even when you come in here, like I'm like, I'm good. I don't need you for that. If you offer it, cool. Because I remember. So it's important. It's it's important to me so that when I'm evaluating situations and I'm evaluating people and the moment I see that you have that same trait, the moment that I see that you use those same words as that situation that I was in, I'm going to walk away from it. I want to walk away from it. I remember how 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 I felt when when a woman would, oh, you're so handsome. Oh, you're such a catch. And then they find out that I'm a parent. And that kills it for them, right? And not only a parent, like, this is like a, a group home. I got hella kids here. And that's not a turn on for everybody. So I don't hide that. I don't even want to waste your, I'm like, oh, you're handsome. I don't want to waste your, hey, big, yo, hella kids over here. Active. I don't got a lot of time. And even if we go out on a date, they're probably going to text me and call me and see what I'm doing every two seconds. And I'm answering because they're mine. What, what, the, what, what the TikTok say? They, they mine. Yep. I'm going to stand by them. But I say that up front. I'm a very active dad. Hey, me and my kids are are, are like best friends. They they get uh, rambunctious at times, and you know they have attitude problems. But they teenagers. They don't do no wild stuff. Well, not to me, but to a normal person, they it's probably really wild. But I remember, I remember for me, so that I have the strength to walk away when it's necessary. Like, I'm not going to walk away when you're done with me. That only works on people with low self-esteem. Like, they stay, stay, stay. And they're like, they're looking for that, that thing. And it's like, it's so many things that you should have walked away and reasons why you should have walked away. But when, when, when that person is done with you. Then it's like, well, I was, I've been done months and months and months ago. No, you haven't. No, you wasn't. Cause you didn't remember. You didn't remember how you felt. You kept trying to figure it out. Like, mm, I think I feel this, but I don't know. Let me see again. We get lost. We get lost in sex. We get lost in distractions. We get lost at the idea of having to go back out on the market and look for people to date, uh, we get lost and I'm an adult. I'm really not trying to make brand new friends. And we get lost in, man, that's my family. Like, I don't want to be left alone. Nah, isolation is the best thing for me. I tell you guys, you should really look into isolation for yourselves when you're going through certain things. And I say that because the island is necessary for you to learn yourself. When you have everybody in your way, when you have your family telling you you should handle it this way, you have your friends telling you you should handle it that way, you have your your spouse telling you their side of, you have your kids 
cousins telling you this side of it. And so you have all these things to break down and you have yet to put your own thought into it. When I'm doing things that I'm passionate about and that I'm sure about, I don't ask for opinions. You'll hear it, you'll see it, you'll taste it, you'll smell it when I'm done. Whatever you say after that, that's all right, cool. Because as I created it, cooked it, tested it, yada, yada, whatever, I liked it. I liked it. Not saying that I'm incapable of collaborating with people because that's not the case. But I'm saying as a result to my stuff that I'm passionate about, I hold myself accountable. If it comes out and you say this is trash or uh, whatever, all right, cool. Appreciate that. That don't bother me. Because when I gave it to you, I gave it to you. But in order for me to do that, I had to, again, break myself down. How do you feel about this? It took me a while to share certain things with, with people in the open. Because every, oh, you good at this. Oh, that's fire. That's cool. But man, ooh. But I didn't, I didn't think like that. But now, with this podcast, with my poetry, with, uh, with how I do my business, I know I'm good at it. I remember my first sale. I remember the first time somebody responded to my poetry. I remember how people started responding to the podcast. I remember. And that gives me what I need to keep pushing. But I remember the bad. I remember certain things that will cross my mind from when I was 14, 15, 16. And I'll immediately not do whatever I was about to do. Just simply off remembering. I remember the consequences of it. I remember how I felt with those consequences. I remember, so I'm not doing that again. I'm not staying with that person. I'm not continuing the conversation with that person. I'm not continuing at this job. I'm not continuing dealing with this family member. I'm not continuing dealing with that friend. Because I know what I felt like. I know what I felt like. Stop worrying about and remembering what they did. Worry about what you did and didn't do to put you in the position that you are. You have to. It's important. It's important. Stop looking outwardly. Get away from people who are harming you. Get away from people who don't mean well for you. Let every let them let them judge. Let them judge. Let them say, "Oh, this person is a snob," or "Let oh they think they too good." Yes, I do think I'm too good. I'm too good to be in in misery. I'm too good to be sitting here in this chaos with you that I don't belong in. I'm too good to be sitting here arguing all day over nothing, and nobody is getting anything done because you don't hear me and I don't hear you. Remember. You have one life. One. You have to live it to the max. Whether it be by yourself or with a million people surrounding you. Your journey is what your journey is. And remember, no matter the darkness, you got to get to the light. 
Thank you guys for tuning in to the podcast. I want to take this time to tell you a little bit uh, more about what I have going on. Go check out www.peacefullyflawed.com. You'll be able to find Peacefully Flawed apparel merch and a Peacefully Flawed shoe exchange custom kicks designed by me. Um, if you look on the media uh, tab of my website, you'll find that you could purchase copies of my paperback book, Pieces of Me, a book of poems, which consists of 33 poems that I had written over the uh, span of maybe 13 years. Um, you can also purchase the ebook for Pieces of Me. You can purchase the ebook for King's Journey. You can also download King's Journey, my new uh, spoken word album that I put out uh, October 1st. That is a 16 minute project that I really enjoy bringing to you guys. Um, with that, I want you guys to remember, save the date, November 13, 2021. I will be doing a, a business shower for my company, Infinitely Complex Productions. Uh, I will send out more information after this. Again, I thank you for the support that you give. And no matter the doctors, remember, you got to get to the light. It's all love. Peace. <laughs>